This is Where We Go, Episode 4. This is Where She Goes, written by Gina Femia. We made it out alive. You don't understand, Amelia Rose. We made it out alive. Yeah, I know we did, but like, okay, fine. I mean, okay, so, mom's always going on, like, you should be happy we made it out alive. And I'm like, it literally doesn't matter to me if we did or not. I don't remember it. All I remember is this. Our cube on this ship. The ship, our home. For my 16 years, this. I don't remember how life changed because this is life. This ship, these people gliding through. Sometimes she'll be like, you don't remember air? And I'm like, I know I don't. So, whatever. She teaches me about air, about the sun, and I listen, I hear her, but sometimes there's something deeper in her, like she gets frustrated that I don't get it. What's there to really get? The sun disappeared and everyone had to leave and we left. That's all there is to it, right? She misses it, I think, the sun not being on this ship. There was a time in the first few years, apparently everyone was just waiting it out, clinging to the idea of a normal to go back to, which feels, I don't know, dumb? Because once the big sun and all the other suns and the stars all burned themselves out, it kind of meant that that version of normal didn't exist anymore, right? Or everyone got on this ship thinking that there was going to be another planet with a different sun, which is also dumb because Earth was like the only one of its kind. I don't know. I don't get it. Most of the oldies up here, they hate it. You can tell. Honestly, it's funny. Mom would yell at me for saying that, but I don't care. It is. Just because it's mean don't make it not true, you know? Oldies get so angry about everything. Talk about the past like it's a song. Talking about things like gravel and lawns and streams and oceans and mud and all that. That all sounds great, but how am I supposed to miss something I never got? This is fine. I like it here. It's my home. I guess mom feels bad for the oldies because she misses it all too. She's just not as angry. She's sad, but not angry. They're angry, but not sad even though the two wrap themselves around each other sometimes. Sometimes I think they might be like socks. Emotions. Anger and sadness specifically. That they're actually the same thing, but different. Like socks are the same. Anyway, like, look, this assignment sucks and is dumb and I don't think I should be forced to write in a journal. Ugh, I hate it. Write down your thoughts and feelings and junky, crappy garbage like that. It'll be good for you. Yeah, okay. What am I supposed to write about? You'll know it when you write it. Whatever. Everyone thinks we're the only life left in the entire galaxy, but I think that that's dumb, too. Mom says that that's what people thought before different beings started going down to Earth. That humans and animals and, like, bugs and plants were the only species to exist. As though Earth was the center of the universe or something. Weird.
there's that ship that's floating nearby us. Only been in our orbit for a couple of weeks, but mom says it's old, as old as us. From some cult called the Order of the Sun or something. She recognizes it from Earth. It wanders, but it's different than us. It, it don't seem like it knows where it's going. It just floats. Most people think it's just abandoned, floating space junk, but I don't know. I don't know, because sometimes I swear I can see some glimmer inside. Out of the corner of my eye, shadowy figures moving past the windows, and maybe, just maybe it's a ship full of ghosts wandering along, trying to find their way back home. Hi, honey. Mom, what the hell? Oh, what, should I not? It would be appreciated. I'm busy. It's time for dinner. Already? What are you doing? Are you writing something? No, I'm not writing. Just doing a dumb assignment. You look like you were totally in the zone. I was not. All serious and concentrating. I look the way I always look when I'm doing a stupid assignment. Leave me alone. (laughs) All right, come set the table. Can't. Totally in the zone. Come on, I'm hungry. I don't know why we still eat food. We can just take the supplement. Yeah, but eating food is great. Yeah, but then I wouldn't have to set the table. I'll see you in the kitchen. (laughs) Setting the table is worth eating food, I guess. Yeah, I think so. So, Alexander Anderson had their babies today. Don't. What? It's a nice thing. I don't want to think about, like, birthing fluids and gunk sacks and shit while I'm eating food, please. Oh, come on. It's not that gross. You're right. It's disgusting. Well, okay. Fine. I guess we'll just rule out you being a medic. One million percent, yes. I'm going to be an agriculture. But wouldn't it be fun to work together? Every day? Mom, we live together. We don't have to work together, too. Mm, break my heart. Yeah, yeah. Hey, have you ever heard of things called time portals? Time portals? No, never. Sounds science fiction-y. Well, they're not. One of the scientists came to talk to class about them. Ooh, that sounds like fun. Uh, it wasn't fun. It was informative. Science can be fun. In what dimension? I like science. You're a medic. You have to like science. Mm -hmm. It helps. Pass assault. So, what are time portals? Oh, I don't know. I wasn't really paying attention. I mean, Dr. Monroe said something like, "Mm, uh, they're like rare pockets of time-space stuff in the spectrosphere that like but mess with time and there's evidence and there's some around or whatever. Really? Yeah, in orbit even. Wow. Yeah, apparently the scientists have been actively looking for them because there's some dumb theory that if we can find a time portal and go through it, then there's a chance that we'll wind up somewhere back in time. And so we might wind up back on Earth years before the sun disappeared. They think we can go back? Uh, Yeah, but like we wouldn't actually do that, would we? I'm... I don't know. It would be a pretty stupid risk, if you ask me. It'd be pretty dumb. Like, Dr. Monroe said that they don't even know if we'd wind up back in time or if we wind up in the future or anywhere else. Like, we could wind up in the year 2020 or something. Huh. Well, I... I, uh... I guess we'll just have to see what happens. You're not going to finish your food? Too much salt. I'm going to go to bed. Don't stay up too late. Okay. Mom? Yeah. Love you. 
Love you forever, Amelia Rose. The oldies haven't stopped looking for home. Which is stupid. Because they are home. But they keep on looking. Mom says the oldies gave up a lot of power to be here. Like, apparently they had a lot of power when they were on Earth because they had a lot of stuff called money. And because they had so much money, they never really learned how to do anything. Because they'd just give some money to other people who would do the work. So, it makes the oldies kind of useless on the ship. I mean, they try, some of them. They try to do the things, but they really don't know what they're doing. That's why they just sit around and complain. I guess that's technically doing something. It's just not helpful. Mom says things on Earth weren't like they are on the ship. And on Earth, most people who weren't oldies, the ones who actually work on the ship, they had a lot less than the others, even though they worked a lot harder. That's stupid. It doesn't even make any sense. But that's what it used to be like. So why would we want to go back if what it used to be like is shit? Mom says she hates looking out the windows of the ship because she hates seeing a universe without the sun. She says it looks empty. Just an infinite nothing all around us. It don't look like nothing to me. It looks like a lot to me. But to her, to the oldies, it looks like nothing. She hates looking out these windows. It gives her the creeps, she says. But I love it. It makes me feel, I don't know, peaceful. Don't look like nothing looks like. It looks like everything. It's my everything. Our ship lights the way so we can see what's in front of us, what's to the side of us, and yeah, usually it's nothing, but also sometimes there's something. Planets and space rocks, and sometimes there are comets and other things like the Order of the Sun ship. We could see that too, still orbiting around ours. It's not that bad. I wish she could see that. I wish Mom could see that. Maybe it would wipe the sadness away from her eyes. I don't want her to be sad. I don't want to be sad either. Humans of the ship, a time portal has been discovered. We repeat, a time portal has been discovered. Scientists are currently working to determine its safety. Scientists are currently working to determine its risk. Scientists are currently working. Every familial unit will have a voice. Please send one adult from every family to the town hall and we will discuss. This will be discussed. What they say, what they decide. Amelia Rose, please, let me take my sweater off. You've been gone for like 30 hours. Yeah, everyone there had to have a say. Make me some tea? But I'll tell you, just make me some tea, please. Can you just... <sighs> okay, so... What? They found a time portal. Obviously. And there's a lot... There's evidence that... It looks like people think that we can go back in 
and wind up back on Earth, back before all this started. So? And if we could, then there might be reason. There's a lot of evidence we might be able to go Again, back. Again, I must ask. So? A lot of people want to go back. They miss it. The dumb oldies. That's not nice. They just want to go back because they were all in power and stuff. They're just going to want to take it all and, and make it all that again. It wasn't all bad. Yeah, okay. It wasn't all as bad as you've been taught. Or was it awful? And your nostalgia goggles just make it seem not that bad. Amelia Rose, do not talk to me like that. I am your mother. I know, but I'm... Thank you. Whatever, I'm going to bed. Don't go yet. Stay. It's late. You were born on the hottest day of the year. <laughs> you don't even know what hot is. Not really. Not the wet, humid, bright sun beaming kind of hot. July 31st. The sun, it'd been... There'd been rumors, but nobody... Your father was... He wasn't with me when... He had to go to, back to work right after you were born. They wouldn't give him the time off. And what was I supposed to do? But you were allowed on the ship because you were a nurse. I was a secretary. What's a secretary? I didn't work at the hospital. I had never even been inside a hospital. I was there because of you, because of us, because you were coming and your father was going to come. And Is it because you miss him or something? Is that why you want to go back? No. And you think he'll be, he'll be there? No, or Amelia, no. I miss him, but I don't even know him anymore. I only know him as a memory. I don't need to know anyone except me, except us. No, no, it's not because of him. It's because of rain. Because of rusty gates. <laughs> because of when the wind would dance through my hair. It's because of where we lived. It was called Brooklyn. And when I looked out the bedroom window, I could see a hundred other windows with 200 other lives living inside of them. Clothes lines hanging out, drying clothes. Because even there, people held on to some old ways of doing things. And Brooklyn? It wasn't a forest. There weren't a lot of trees around. I used to think there weren't enough sprouting out of the concrete. But after being here... After floating through endlessness, after never seeing trees, I can't believe I never realized how many trees there really were. But it sounds like... I mean, I get it. It's different here. That stuff's not here. But the other stuff, the way people were, it sounds like it was so bad. But maybe it'll be different. We can take back what we learned here. But the oldies don't want that, Mom. They don't want this. They hate this. They talk about it all the time, how much they hate it. They want to go back because it's where they left their power. I don't think their power was anything worth getting back. It sounds like they used it to hurt people instead. If we go back, if we went back to that, it's just what they'd wind up doing again. You were so tiny. With a full head of thick black hair. I couldn't believe how much hair someone so tiny could have. Stop, I wasn't that tiny. Yeah, you were. And your hands. I'd memorize your hands like they were a poem, begging time to stop for even a breath. Mom. I don't remember that nurse's name anymore. The one who helped me escape? I barely knew her. 
She ran past my room. Everyone was running, running, running. But I was hooked up to machines. My whole world felt like a cloud. I couldn't think or even see straight, so I wondered if maybe I was dreaming. And I called out to the nurses, to the doctors, the people rushing past, what's going on? What's wrong? And that one nurse, she came in. Here, hurry, she said. Threw me scrubs. Put these on. I could barely move. I was so sore. I was still dripping. Put these on. Hurry. And she grabbed you from my arms, and my heart went with her. So I did what she told me to do. Put the scrubs on. Good now. Follow me. She gave you back to me and ran down the hall. I could barely move, but I ran. And everyone was running. People screaming and crying in halls. The sun is gone, they screamed. The sun is gone. What do we do? My husband. Have you seen my husband? Shh, she said. Follow me. And I followed her. And I kept following through the halls, upstairs, so many stairs, to the roof, to a ship. This ship. It wasn't made for me. I didn't even know they had made it. They had it hid from us, from the regular folk. Only the people in power knew. It was supposed to just be for the rich and mighty, but they realized last minute they'd need others, like farmers and chefs and doctors, nurses. She pushed me on board without telling me any of that, though. She just pushed me on board and fell off the roof. Holy shit. I didn't even hear her scream. I think the wind, it pushed her. And I had you, though. I had you in my arms, pressed to my chest, to my heart. And I got on this ship, and I did what I had to do in order to survive. But this, all this... It isn't living. It's not. I'm alive. I'm not living. I've been holding my breath for the last 16 years, every day. Every day I wake up and do my job and make our food and talk with friends and laugh with you, but really, underneath all that, I've been waiting. I have been waiting, waiting for a moment to exhale, to breathe again. And I've tried, I've tried to love this, to hold this, to find joy in the recycled air and in touching the dirt that grows our crops and eating the ice cream we make, but it doesn't even taste the same. Nothing. It's all, it's all changed. And you don't know, you don't know what we had left behind. We left so much behind. I left so much and I want it back. I want it back and I want you to have it. But I don't want it. It might be different. It won't be different if you want it to be the same. I'm going to bed. Thank you for the tea. Mom. What? I... I love you. I love you forever, Amelia Rose. Everything is at a standstill while everyone tries to figure out what to do. I don't even have to write in this stupid journal anymore, but there's no more classes and nobody's checking that I'm doing my homework. Now it's like I can't stop. I have so many thoughts inside me and I think putting them into words helps me at least know what they are. It sounds stupid, I think. But, hmm. I'm afraid we're gonna go through the time portal and I don't want to, 
but it's not because... I don't mind if life changes. That's like inevitable. And yeah, I'd really love to see the ocean and a sunset and something that isn't this, but that's not really what anyone's talking about. I think we'll lose the balance and it sounds bad. And I can't live like that. No. No, I won't live like that. It just sounds evil and bad and that shit outweighs the good, so. I've been thinking about the order of the sunship. It's still out there, still circling, and I don't think, I'm not sure, I, I'd rather see what's there, I think. There's a few mini ships. I've been learning how to get my flying license. I'm a pretty good flyer, actually. I can time it, so right before the time jump, I can fly off the ship to the abandoned ship, I think. And I think if they decide that we're gonna go, I think I'm gonna do what I've gotta do in order to survive. No, I'm gonna do what I gotta do in order to live. Yeah, no matter what, I'm gonna do what I've gotta in order to live. By majority vote, we will be jumping through the time portal. Repeat. Has anybody, ha have you seen my daughter? By majority vote, we will be jumping through the time portal. Please prepare for time portal jump. Has anyone seen Amelia Rose? Repeat. Please prepare for time portal jump. Amelia Rose? Countdown to time jump. Mom! Over here! What are you doing in T there? T-minus two minutes to jump. I'll tell you in two minutes, just get in the ship. Amelia Rose, get out of that ship Come right on, now. Mom, get in! We're about to make a time jump. I'm not going. Yes, you are. Come on, Mom. It's not gonna be good if we go back, because we can't go back. We can only go forward. Come with me. It's not safe. Neither was going back. So let's try this version of danger, please. Let's do this together. T minus one minute. Come with me. There's nowhere to go. Get in the ship. Amelia Rose. Please come with me, please. We can figure this out together. We can go back. I can't. Mom, please, I can't go back. 15 seconds to jump. Mom, please get in the ship. 10 seconds. Get in. Nine. Mom. Eight. Seven. Six, five, okay, then. three. Be forever. Amelia Rose, no! No, please, don't go! Don't go! It sucks, it sucks. Okay. No, I'm just... This just looks like it'll open if I use the key from ours, so... Okay, so, here we go. Who are you? I'm Amelia Rose. The fuck are you? Thank you for listening to This Is Where We Go. You've just listened to episode four, This Is Where She Goes, written by Gina Femia, featuring Lindsay Rico as Amelia Rose, 
Teresa Avia Lim as Jane and Ely, Bunny Michael as A.I.N. Easta. Sound design by S.B. Proctor, Rachel Breeze, and Emily Weibel. Technical direction by Business Lunch Productions. Sound engineering by Ricky Barati and Luke DeCola. Recorded at Red Convertible Recording. Manager of Artistic Production with MCC Theatre, Ayana Parker Morrison. Manager of Artistic Development with MCC Theatre, Michaela Rodriguez. Artistic Associate and Writer's Room Facilitator with the Parsnipship, Al Parker. Dramaturg and Writer's Room Facilitator with the Parsnipship, Gabriella Steinberg. Produced by MCC Theatre, Artistic Directors Bob Lapone, Bernie Telsey, and Will Cantler. Executive Director Blake West. In association with the Parsnipship, Artistic Director Ivani Devery, and Business Lunch Productions, 